0: And now it's time for the newest episode of Straight Talk with Donnie Smith. Join Donnie for straight in-your-face talk from men. Discussing real topics, real solutions, with real truth.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another fantastic episode of Straight Talk for Men. I am again your host, Donnie, and this is Season 2, Episode 3, Marriage God's Way. Defining what a godly marriage is and how it's become more accepting in God's eyes and trying to raise your marriage and feed your marriage in the right ways. Marriage to work, need to do it in God's way, God, man, and wife, and that's defined in Ecclesi- Ecclesiastes 4.12. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and therefore a threefold cord is not quickly broken. What that means is, in order to keep a marriage intact, you need uh, three points of a triangle, or three strands of rope. Is you, your wife, and God. If both of you are concentrated on God, the marriage can't fail. Myself, I'm a perfect example of this, because I've been divorced. All because i didn't have god in my marriage and i didn't keep it the way i needed to keep it and i didn't follow god's commandments and it failed and uh, that's all it is i mean you got to have god in your marriage or it will be doomed to fail you're going to be constantly fighting constantly arguing constantly wanting things your way it can't be only your way you got to learn to compromise You got to learn to feed the marriage, nourish the marriage. just like a plant. A plant can't survive on its own. You got to nurture, you got to feed it, you got to cultivate it. Same thing goes in a marriage. It always has. A marriage takes hard work, and it's always got to be compromised. You've Got to talk, you got to communicate. If you don't have those essences in your marriage, you're doomed to fail. I mean, look at the movie Fireproof. Fireproof was an awesome movie, and Caleb had to learn. God's way in order to keep his marriage back because it was doomed to fail. Ephesians uh, five one through seven says, therefore, be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us, and given himself for us, and offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. But fornication and all uncleanliness or covetousness. Let it not be named among you as a, as is fitting for saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks for this. You know that no fornicator, unclean person, or covetous man who is an adulterator has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ, in God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon us, and sons of disobedience. Therefore do not be partakers with them. In other words, God made a marriage to be a lifetime, to last a lifetime, till death do you part. I mean, birds, look at birds, they mate for life. Pure and simple. God made us to mate for life make a choice to court your wife and marry her you're devoted to her for the rest of your life if you can't upstate uh can't keep with that um commitment then you had no reason to be married you had no reason to say i do walk down the aisle or nothing like that you had no reason to do that if you can't commit to your wife for the rest of your life don't get married Pure and simple it's always it's, it's easier to say no before marriage than to file for a divorce. Then you have you, your spouse, possibly kids, other family members of either part of the family, all involved in it. Isn't it easier to just say, uh, I'm not ready for this kind of commitment. I need to walk away. It's a lot easier to do that than be married to a, a two or three or five years and say, why am I married to you? Why am I here? I can find something else better somewhere else. Think about that. Don't say yes and I do if you can't do the I do. Pure and simple. Issues of life that always comes up during a marriage is finances and trying to make time for one another. Trying to make a date night or something like that. Alright, let's talk about these issues. One being finances. old good old money. People always fight against money. Money is... Is as everybody knows, is the root of all evil. You have to learn to deal with it in a responsible way. Make a budget, stick to it. Finances can always get in the way. And why do you want to? I mean, I understand people need to make a living, but don't make money be the idol that you're worshiping, don't make money the front and center of a marriage. The front and center of a marriage should always be and always will be God. He will provide for you. Even when you're down and out, there's always hope and God will always provide in the end. You, you, you got to make time to um, to uh, deal with it uh, as, as well. What I'm trying to say is this, when it comes to finances, we men always try to make more money and try to provide for our families. by uh, thinking we can provide to them by money. That's not always the case. Not always the case at all. Why provide with money if you're not providing yourself along with the money? You know what I mean? I understand we all need to pay rent, care, mortgages, pay car payments, get food on the table, and stuff like that. i get that. But always make time in the end because you can't be working 24-7. You can't be. It's You'll You'll kill yourself. Try to make time out of your busy schedule So spend time with your family on the weekend. Spend time with your wife. Take her out to dinner on Friday night to celebrate the end of the work the week. That's what my wife and I do. We always try to go out on a Friday night to have a date night with one another to find out how each other's week. We talk about it, talking about each other what we got planned for the weekend, and so on and so forth. You always have to make time to everything. Make time for whatever. Spend time with everything. because in the end, your work is not your complete life. Your work is not always your complete life. Don't don't work so much where you forget about who you're married to. You got Monday through Friday to do your job, do your business, and at the end of the day, come home, talk to your wife, have dinner, talk to her and things like that. You always have to make time for each other. That way you don't drift apart. Don't don't just say, oh I gotta make it, I gotta be always working, I gotta be always working. What's the point of providing for your family if you can't provide yourself in the end as well? You need time to make money, but you also need time to spend with the wife or spend with your children, spend with your family. You got to prioritize everything. And uh, money isn't always a priority. It's a number, it's a key element, but it's not, shouldn't be, never be number one. What's the point of being a good husband is you can't provide you can't provide yourself your time to be with you? You're, that's it. Pure and simple. You got to bring yourself along with it as well. And again, like I said before, make time for one another and make it date night. Talk to one another. Just walk around the neighborhood maybe, or take the church. That's always a good place to meet people and uh, show your family off. Go to church. And ma- marriage, Christ in the church as well. I mean, you got like I said before, you got to have you, your spouse, and God. And uh, I always come back to Ephesians 5, 22 and twenty three, and it says, "Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord, for for the husband is the head of the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church." And he is the Savior of the body, therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be the subject to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wife as, Jesus, as just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify, sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present her to himself, glorious to the church not having to spot or wrinkle or any such thing that he should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself for no one ever hated his own flesh. And so on and so forth. And we men always seem to get that wrong, saying, Oh, my wife should do what I tell her to do all the time. Well, I don't know whether uh, I agree with that or not, because um, the wife should be submissive to their husband, yes, of course. But there's always a sense of going overboard with that, treating her like a slave. Wives are not our slaves. Wives are far from being our slaves. No. She should be submissive, yes, and, and but not always agree with us, because she has her points of view as well. That's where communication comes into play. So don't treat your wife as a slave. She's not a slave by any means whatsoever. We always get that wrong. But in the end, it is our responsibility to make the final decision of the household. Let her bring her input into it, see what she thinks about it. But ultimately, in the end, we have to make the best decision that possible. That's where compromise comes into play. Talking, communication. Don't keep secrets as well. Communication and trust in each, in each other's love to be honest. I mean, what I'm saying is communication and trust in each other's love enough to be honest. Don't make decisions apart from one another. That's for communication, talking, and discussing, making a rational decision. Not that hard. I'm not saying by this am I an expert or anything, but I do call it like I see it. If I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Just like every other guy should. If... Because we're not 100% right all the time. We can't We're not geniuses by any means. Colossians 3 9 says, Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with this practices." In other words, be honest. It's not that hard to be honest and tell the truth. I mean, it's so much easier to tell the truth than always keeping up a lie. It takes more effort to keep a lie going than the other does tell the truth. Very simple. But uh, I'm going to take a quick break here and finish up the discussion right after this. I uh, thought about what I'm going to play for this particular episode, what song i going to play. And I figured, you know what? We're talking about Christ and the body of God and how it keeps marriage intact. Why don't we play If We Are the Body by Casting Crowns? I think that song works pretty good for it. Okay? Don't you agree? I'm going to play it and um, we'll get back to this discussion right after this. Thanks a lot.
0: She slips in, trying to fade into the faces. The girls' teasing laughter is carrying farther than they know. Farther than they know. But if we are the body,
1: Well, I hope you enjoyed that song by Casting Ground that we are the body. I'm um, getting back into this discussion of marriage and what God intended marriage to be. And as I said before, God intended marriage to be for life. If birds can make a marriage that they make for life, why can't we? Because we're so busy searching after the flesh. You ever hear the concept of the flesh? And we always, we always get it always completely wrong. There's no other way around it. We are so quickly to lust after someone, versus knowing what real love is. We took time to court our wives, then we forget why we courted them in the first place. So all, oh, look at that woman! Oh, they're the beautiful you know, one over there. We. I mean, that just goes along with Mormonism and having plural wives. There's no way in the world I would take time to court five wives. That would drive me completely insane. Not to mention living in the estrogen ocean of a household having five wives. I would have to shoot myself. My God, how can anybody want to live with five women? You would have cat fights all day long. I would have to pack up my stuff. And say, Look, women, you deal with. I'm out of here, and you're the one that caused it. Oh dear God! See, that's why men, uh, God created one man, one woman, Adam and Eve. He didn't say, "Adam, here's your five wives. Have fun with them." He did not say that. One man, one woman. That's all we need. That's all we will ever need. I don't see the point in why Mormons say, oh, I'm going to have five wives. And no. Not in this lifetime would I ever want that. No. But long story short, is we took time to date when we were younger and find a woman we want to spend the rest of our lives with. Then somewhere along the lines, we start looking at other women. Why? Who the hell knows? Because we're not collecting dates here, guys. We're not collecting the more mem- women to sleep with. No, we're not. We need to figure, uh, we need to take time and rekindle what we had in the relationship in the first place. And that's where this, uh rest of this topic is going to be talking about. The whole armor of God, Ephesians six, ten through twenty. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the vials of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the principles, and against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against the spiritual host of the wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day. That's, that's what I was talking about earlier. With the Mormon and leaving more than one wife. That's just the devil clouding your eyes saying lust after the flesh of the body. That's all it is to him. That's, uh, Satan blinded us by thinking, oh, it's okay to have a kid on your wife or have a more than one wife or on multiple wife. No, it is not. Not by any means. You're just thinking, oh, you're God's gift to women by having have more than one wife. No, you're not God's gift to women. No man is God's gift to women. No man is God's gift to any family. It just, we're supposed to be one man, one woman. That's it. When we have her for the rest of our lives, that's why you study her. That's why you learn her and dislikes. That's why you cultivate the marriage. Marriage is hard work. It's all it is to it. If everything in life was easy, everybody would do it. Right? That's the old adage. If if it was easy, everybody would do it. Marriage is far from easy. It's always hard work because sometimes attitudes change. Sometimes people get carried away, start fighting. You don't even know know the reason why you were fighting in the first place. But also, in in the end of here, I'm going to touch on um, so the, don't stretch yourself too thin. That goes along with working or spending time with the church. Doing uh, other daily things that like uh, how life throws that you. You can't be stretching it too thin where you forget about spending time with your family. You gotta just take time and analyze what you're doing and just don't stretch yourself too thin. Because in the end, you and your wife have got to find a way to spend time with each other, spend time with the family, read the Bible, have family time. And long story short, have family time. And that goes along with serving in the church. And it's fantastic that you want to take part in the church and doing what you need to do there to help the church grow, to help the church fight and grow. But you also got to help uh, have your marriage grow as well. Be tight as it possibly can. John ten ten says, The thief will come to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come to and you may and I have come that may, you may have life and and life more abundantly. That's where God comes in. As well as his, he will help the enemy not come to come and seek, kill, and destroy. That's what the devil wants to seek, kill and destroy. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this awesome episode and Hopefully this episode will bring to light some issues that may be going on in your life in your marriage. You fell in love with your wife for a reason. You fell in love with your family for a reason. You created your family with the help of God. He gave you these people in your life. Why not cherish them? Why not adore them? Why not spend time with them? Give them you. Long story short, your family needs you. It doesn't need all it doesn't need your money. It needs you. You provide the money. The money does the The money will be there. But what I'm trying to say is this: I'm getting hung tight here, which I do apologize. It's okay to provide for your family. You have to provide for your family, but you have to remember what are you providing for? Okay, what are you providing for? You need to provide money, but uh, and more importantly you need to provide yourself as well sometimes we forget we always want to give our family what we didn't have what's so wrong with giving them what you did have growing up you're so uh, you're so worried about what you're what you're doing when in your life well why don't you provide yourself with yourself to your life get I'm saying here people I'm hoping I'm not confusing y'all y'all about this time. I've got so many thoughts going in my head right now how I want to work this. I was trying to think of this one movie that i seen years ago with Roger Dangerfield. I'm trying to figure out how he said that. I said this in one line and I'm trying to get it out. It's not working out to me. You know. He was uh, talking to his boss and because his boss wanted his daughter off the team that he was embarrassing himself. Oh, and he felt his daughter was embarrassing him so worried about his image well why why what's so wrong with your image if your daughter if your son can't respect you what's the point of trying to be a good father if you don't have the respect and the love of your family you so quickly to throw money at them why don't you uh, throwing yourself at them spending time with them spending time with your wife spend time with your kids you're so worried about our image of everybody else But why aren't you worried about the image you're giving to your family of yourself? Sometimes your family doesn't want your money. Sometimes your family wants you your time to spend with them. And that's what I was trying to get out of you before. Spend time with your family. Not just throw money at them. Throw yourself at them. Spend time with them. Talk to them. Learn them all over again. But... I think that's enough for today, and uh, I wanted to take a show uh, remind you all that uh, check out our website, yournewlifeministries.org. We have some awesome content on there. Brand new books. My one wife, my wife just had her brand new book released, "Blowing in the Wind." Check that out. It's part of the Jim and Jerry Joe Ray series. Also, check out our YouTube channel, Your New Life Ministries LLC. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, and don't forget to check out our other is coming out too and also i want to give a shout out that to our new listeners on this podcast straight talk we have now picked up listeners from australia mexico russia germany belgium uk and ireland plus all the u.s states that we have halifax massachusetts connecticut maryland ohio indiana tennessee north carolina south carolina georgia texas california washington state Kansas. I can't thank you all enough for joining in every week and listening to my podcast and hopefully the stuff I talk about really hits home to you, really makes you think about what's going on in your life and if you're pleasing God in in all the ways you can possibly. In the end, we want to please God. He is the creator of everything in this world. He created the world. He created us in his own image. And I think that's just awesome what he has done for us and what he continues to do in this world. But again, in closing always remember that I'm only going to tell you honestly the best I can about everything and that's why I call this show straight talk and don't forget to check us out on all those social media sites I just mentioned Facebook YouTube uh, Facebook YouTube and also the, um, on our website just check it out today as well your new life ministriesorg and don't forget to check out my wife's books that are Especially the Tim and Joe here that just got released. Which I'll tell you guys. All right, talk to you later. Oh, and don't forget to uh, check us out on our our my other podcast with my lovely wife. You got this, and always remember you got this when you let God lead the way. Talk to you later, guys. Bye bye.